from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report. I don't know who uses these headphones ahead of us, but man. Are they loud? Oh, wow. Yeah, they must be really hard of hearing. Well, yeah, you never you know, know. 50 years of racing, and I'm hard of hearing, and what? it's loud, dude. Welcome to the Hammer Down Racing Report for August 29th. Show number 98. We're almost to uh, triple digits. Closing in on it. Yeah, we'll be there soon. Uh, on the show tonight, uh, coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on our uh, Twitter, at Hammer Report, and, of course, listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google. On the show tonight, we're going to be talking to Brad Doty about the rescheduled Brad Doty Classic coming up uh, this weekend, part of the Attica Ambush at Attica Raceway Park, Friday and Saturday. Going to be a big deal at Attica. Uh And uh, we do have uh, Ryan Weekman's weekend weather pit stop forecast coming up. He did do it last week. He just forgot to send it over. So this week he did it, and he sent it over. So it was a bonus. So we'll play that for you a little bit later. And you definitely want to stay tuned for that because it's... uh, It's It's going to fill in some blanks. Yeah, it'll fill in... (laughs) That's a great way to put that. Uh, make sure to give Ron Miller Race Cars a call, 734-856-7223. It's got race cars, parts, safety equipment, all kinds of good stuff. Any uh, any good deals going on? Any specials this week? Um, you know, Other than everything's always a special? Well, you know, some of the guys that work around the shop are special, but uh, oh, yeah, that, that probably doesn't count. Um, actually, I got an email today, and I haven't opened it about all the upcoming specials for uh, the month of September, so I don't know. Well, tune in next week then for all the specials. Come back again next week. We'll let you know. Also on the show tonight, we'll be talking to uh, Jimmy McCune uh, on the phone, our guest from last week, who apparently it paid off. He won Sunday at uh, Sandusky. Uh, not as good uh, a luck uh, Saturday at Owasso. Yeah, only, he spun ran, out only and, ran second. Yeah, he spun out. had to go from the back up to second, so... Uh, we'll talk to him about his weekend as well. He just celebrated his birthday on and, Sunday, uh, too. This might turn into kind of a, a weekly special. If we have a racer on. Um, do a follow-up Do with a them? follow-up report. Just, you know, a little five-minute segment and uh, see how what they did and what they think. And, you know. and thank us for, uh, for giving them the win, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I thought. Hammer Down uh, Racing Report Dirty 30 coming up on Thursday, October 3rd, Sandusky Speedway. Uh, we've been talking about this a lot. No dirt on the track, just dirt cars racing on the asphalt at Sandusky Speedway. We're going to have uh, UMP late model rules. They're going to go 30 laps. The trucks and bombers will be uh, a combined class and uh, front-wheel drive cars uh, as well. Okay, I talked with Chris over the weekend because they had uh, the that compact series there uh, on on, on, a, series right, on Sunday, and, and they were on Hoosier Racing Tires. But Chris assured me that the tire rule for the compacts is no race tires, no Hoosiers, no American racers, just a, a DOT, DOT tire. Correct. Okay. Correct. So uh, apparently that's what the, the pavement uh, four-cylinder front-wheel drive cars are on, and, and certainly our cars are. Uh, if you want to sign up or get more information on the uh, Dirty 30 coming up at Sandusky Speedway October 3rd, including uh, pricing, hours or times and everything, it's at hammerdownracingreport.com. We got a uh, page set up there. And uh, also there's a link to the form if uh, you 
want to race and you want us to talk about you uh, racing in the Dirty 30, fill out that form. It's a, a There's a link to it to uh, Sandusky Speedway's page on the Hammerdown Racer Report page. I know it's a little confusing. I've got an update for you on that. You do? Yep. yep. i got an update, too. Cool. You first. Uh, Mark Kackenmeister, the 911 truck, he isn't on the computer at all, no no internet, doesn't play around like some of us, and uh, his truck will be there. It uh, it just left the shop today, and a little bit of crash repair, a little bit of chassis update. But uh, he will definitely be there. Um, and uh, Chuck Hummer has uh, signed up as well. Oh, in his right. Late Very model. good. So, Very good. And he, he had some practice. He was there uh, New Year's Day for the Hammer right. race. He was he? fast. He was really fast. He was driving it like it was on dirt. Yep. Not sure he'll last 30 <laughs> laps driving like that. But uh, but he's got experience now. He'll, so. he'll, he'll be exciting while he's up front. He was pretty exciting. So, uh, again, Dirty 30 coming up October 3rd. More details, hammerdownracingreport.com. Or you can always uh, send us an email. Contact Chris Mize over at uh, Sandusky Speedway. And be, it's going to be a fun time. We're going to do the show live there uh, that night as well, probably around 530. So a little bit earlier. Just Inter- over a month away. Interview a bunch of racers and talk to some fans and live remote. Something like that, yeah. Uh, just make sure you add uh, Mark Kackenmeister to uh, the truck list and... Uh, M-A-R-K. Thanks. K-A-C-H-E-N-M-E-I-S-T-E-R. What number is it? One seven nine one one. Nine one. I knew there was two ones in there. Um, let's talk about some of the racing action uh, this past weekend. And there was we'll a lot of it, dude. Get to uh, Brad Doty here. Um, Attica Raceway Park was in action, and uh, I believe it was their season championship night, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Travis Philo out of Waterville scored the 410 sprint win on uh, Friday night, and DJ Foos finished second, which was enough to earn his uh, first 410 Attica Track Championship. Yay! So pretty cool deal there. Jamie Miller won his fifth straight 305 feature. He was a guest on the show a couple weeks ago, too. Still winning. It's still winning, yeah. Um, and uh, he locked up the uh, 305 Track Championship as well. So congratulations to uh, Jamie Miller. And probably the Attica Fremont Championship? Uh, they have one more race. Okay. The, coming up, uh, not this weekend, but I believe next weekend at, at, at Fremont. At Fremont, yep. Yeah. Um, but I believe he's in front. So uh, Sean Valeni beat out uh, Kent Brewer by inches in the dirt truck feature there at Attica on Friday night as well. Flat Rock Speedway was in action. Hayden Sprague won uh, his uh, first ever late model feature event. Is he related to Jason? Yes. Son. Okay. Ross Mortgage? Yes. Which I am working with those guys uh, for financing my house. Very good. So It's been interesting. Um, Greg Stude won the uh, Street Stock A-Main and the Track Championship at uh, Flat Rock there. LJ Farmer won the Street Stock B-Main. And uh, Dennis Wisman Sr. won the uh, Figure Eight. Uh, Wisman Jr. was the uh, figure eight champion. Ah, Bert massive Houston. crash in one of the figure eight heat was races. There? Yeah, I didn't. He, I didn't see anything about that. Oh yeah, everybody okay? Uh, yeah, the cars aren't. Though. Okay. it's going to take some real work to get them back together. Are the is any of the cars at your shop? Uh not yet. Okay, so I should get my car there first, huh? Well, they're pretty much done until next year, uh, so I don't. I don't uh, think they're in a hurry. Frank Giovanni finished uh, second in the late model feature, but uh, he won the late model championship at Flat Rock. And uh, Ian Gisilo was Gisilo. 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 
I'm renaming him. It's my show. I can do that. I don't think so. All right. Jezzalo was the uh, street stock <laughs> B-Main champ at uh, Flat Rock Speedway. Mansfield Motor Speedway had the Dirt Million this past weekend. Um, Brandon Shepard picked up his uh, third Lucas Oil uh, late model series win uh, in Saturday's second annual Dirt Million. He received 101626 dollars and 20 cents for his efforts really that's what it paid yeah okay where does the million come in it all it's supposed to add up up to a million i believe uh, is how i know works. i know uh and it just didn't uh last week we reported it paid like 2400 just to start right so all that adds up not to i think they were in the 300,000 range but still i mean that's uh, i'd be happy it's with a, that it's a good day's work yeah uh, Scott Bloomquist and Jonathan Davenport uh, both earned feature wins on uh, Thursday's preliminary races. Uh, Shepard and Mike Marler won Friday's dual features. Uh, Lucas Oil Series is at uh, Ponderosa Speedway tomorrow night. Then uh, they go to Portsmouth Raceway Park on Saturday and Sunday at Tyler County Speedway for the 51st annual Hillbilly 100. The first annual? 51st. Oh, okay. 51st. Uh, Stephen Klinek won the Windy 50 Modified feature Saturday at Sandusky Speedway. Robert Young was the Lake Erie Stock feature winner. Brad Merritt took the victory in the Renegades, and Isaiah Fowler won the Beginner Stocks. On Sunday, Jake Albright won the Compact Touring Series uh, feature event. And last week's guest, as we mentioned, Jimmy McCune picked up the must-see racing sprint feature. Went to see that race. It was a really good race. Uh, and, and we'll talk to Jimmy about it, but... Uh, he was sitting in third place, I believe it was a 30-lap feature, and uh, just didn't look like he had anything at all for him. I did read that uh, somebody was got hurt in one of the wrecks during one of the heat races and taken to the hospital, but later released. Yeah, they they bounced around. Nobody went upside down, but uh, he, he bounced around pretty hard, and I think he landed hard in his seat. Might have bruised yeah. his back. That's what he was saying. He was saying, complaining of lower back pain. Right. But. I guess uh, everything was okay. So. Yep, put him on cool. a board, took him for a ride, sent him back. Sent him back. Uh, World of uh, Outlaw rookie Carson Macedo, Macedo picked up his uh, third win of the season and $20,000 in his uh, first race at Black Hills Speedway on Friday night. Knoxville Nationals winner David Gravel was the winner Saturday night at Big Sky Speedway. Coming up uh, for those guys is Skagit Speedway in uh, Washington Friday night. Out on the, That's quite a ride. Uh, West Coast, yeah. Uh, then Grays Harbor Raceway on Monday, and then it's to uh, William at William at Speedway in Oregon on Wednesday. So yeah, they're doing the uh, West Coast oh, okay. swing. Alley's Bargain Outlet All Star Circuit of Champions. Aaron Reitzel won at Grandview Speedway uh, last Thursday night. Uh, he followed that uh, up with the win Friday night at Williams Grove. Skyler Gee from Alberta, Canada. Uh, took the checkers on Saturday at Lincoln Speedway. That was his first ever All-Star win. Gerald McIntyre Jr. won uh, Sunday at BAPS, and uh, also uh, five drivers were disqualified at BAPS following a red flag for their crews leaving the designated work area in the infield. Uh, drivers included uh, that were disqualified included uh, Lance DeWeese and Skylar Gee. So uh, a couple of... 
some some stout competition there. I guess uh, they had the work area in the infield, and it sounds like they left the infield. I guess meaning maybe they walked across the track or something. And I know uh, Tony Stewart actually put out a a uh, little press release on the All Stars website, kind of explaining the situation. I don't know the necessary apologize for it. He just kind of explained it, saying it wasn't the track that made the call. It was uh, his series officials that made the call. I guess he was in the race himself. Oh, uh, the, his officials made the call, and they're going to work to try and avoid that kind of situation in the future. Because you know the fans kind of disappointed. I wonder what would have happened if one of the Tony's crew guys left the designated they, Tony probably would have got disqualified. I, oh, I, boy, that would have been ugly. How fun would that have been? <laughs> hey, boss. <laughs> Sorry about Sunday. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> you have to talk to your crew guys. Um, All-Stars are at uh, Attica, of course, uh, this weekend, Friday and Saturday. And then uh, they are going to be at Wayne County Speedway on Sunday and uh, Monday. Then they're at Bedford Speedway next Thursday. So a lot of races upcoming right. for the All-Stars. NASCAR action. Brett Moffitt won for the second consecutive time this weekend at uh, the Canadian uh, Tire Motorsports Park. Uh, their next race is going to be September 13th at Las Vegas. That's going to be at 9 o'clock on uh, Fox Sports 1. Christopher Bell was the winner Saturday at Road America in the Xfinity Series. Their next race is this weekend, Saturday, 4 o'clock. The Haircuts VFW 200 to Darlington. That'll be on NBC. And uh, The Cup Series was off. They were. They'll be uh, racing on Sunday. And I believe that's going to be on Emba, or, uh, uh, NASCAR, or NBC Sports Network. NBCSN. That's yep. the one. It's a lot of ends. Uh, IndyCar action. Takuma Sato, who, was to, uh, who took the blame. I don't know if he was to blame, but he took the blame for the... Uh, big crash at Pocono the week before. He picked up the win at Gateway in the uh, Bomberito, Bomberito Auto Group 500. Their next race is coming up on uh, Sunday as well. Uh, the Grand Prix of Portland, that'll be at 3 o'clock on NBC. So IndyCar gets uh, broadcast TV networks, and uh, the Cup Series for NASCAR is on cable. Yeah, that doesn't seem quite right, but I guess, I guess it's... It is the, what it is. Yeah. The, the contract that they've negotiated. Um, uh, one other uh, random note here. Uh, the World of Outlaws are in action tonight at uh, I-96. Yes. And uh, they, they had a nice article on uh, Rusty Schlenk on their uh, website, the World of Outlaws. They did. Morton Buildings Late Model Series website, I guess. Right, and, and Rusty runs very well at I-96. So. He's going to be going for uh, his first World of Outlaw win tonight at I-96. I guess the last time he competed with them was uh, the Summer National versus World of Outlaw event. I think he finished 16th. Right. I, I think he had some sort of issue with there. So, yeah. Um, should we go through some other news here before we get to uh, Brad, or should we give Brad a call now? Yeah, let's give Brad a call. All right. We're going to give Brad... Doty a call. We talked to him before the originally scheduled Brad Doty Classic, and uh, that got rained out, and the makeup date had issues. So, uh, make up some specials for uh, Ron Miller race cars for September, since you're not sure what they are. I can do that. Okay, go ahead. Well, I haven't even bothered to open my emails yet, so it's kind of difficult to give you any specials. But uh, oh, that's I forgot. We have to dial nine now. Oh, Scott. I don't know how to work these things. It's too many buttons. 
Go ahead. Talk about it. Why well, I don't I don't know what to talk about because I haven't opened my email, Scott. All right. Well, thank you for killing a little bit of time while I dialed there. This is why this is why we need a producer. Uh oh. Rain shower just passed I ninety six. Currently have cars on the track. Oh. Matt Swander just gave us that update. Hello? Hi, is this Brad? Yeah. Brad, it's uh, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller from the Hammerdown Racing Report. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you guys? Pretty good. Wonderful. Yeah. Good to talk to you again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I wish we weren't, but yeah. no, no, nothing personal. <laughs> well, I'm assuming it's uh, been another busy week for you, right? Yeah, I'm actually driving home from Indy uh, in the studio the last, well, I drove out yesterday, I was in the studio today, voicing all-star races. Um and then we have Friday, Saturday race, uh, Sunday at Wayne County, and then Monday I drive to Pittsburgh to be in the studio Tuesday for the World of Outlaws TV stuff. So, yeah, it's, but it's been a good distraction. It's getting, you know, being in the studio and not, not thinking so much about the race. Okay. So, how, how much work uh, went into uh, rescheduling the Brad Doty Classic for this upcoming weekend at Attica? Um, well, how did it come about? Well, Attica, the it's been called the Attica Ambush. It's been on their schedule for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two-day all-star race, Labor Day weekend, and it's been on, like I said, their schedule for many, many years. And, and so when we rained out uh, on July 16th, the World of Outlaws race, um, of course, if everybody knows by now that you know we had a rain date for Wednesday that, was, that we lost, um, I'll put it that way, and then... <laughs> You know, the sun came out on Wednesday, and we could have raced. But uh, anyway, we lost that event. And by Thursday, uh, uh, the promoter, John Boris, and, and uh, director of operations at Attica, Rex Lejeune, um, gave me a call and said, you know, how about, we want to know if I'd be interested in, in running it, uh, this two-day all-star race, making Saturday night. Um the finale being the Brad Doty Classic and paying ten thousand to win. The Attic Ambush paid five thousand each night, so we upped it to ten thousand to win and made it an all-star race. And I, you know, I said, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we have to uh, give it a try. But I, the main thing I was concerned about was our sponsors. I've worked really hard uh, with a lot of sponsors on board, and and it, it, basically they were. Uh, promised the World of Outlaws race, and so I had to check with them to make sure they were all on board, and uh, we have six major sponsors, and, and not not one hesitated when I called and explained what we were going to try to do, and would they stay with us if we did it, and that kind of thing, and, and uh, that was, that was uh, you know, very important, you know, whether we did it or not, was if they, if they would stay with us. Very good. Big question: Is so, Tony Stewart going to be in the house? No, unfortunately, he's um, going to be racing in Wisconsin. He was already committed to run up in Wisconsin uh, tomorrow and Saturday, so he will not be in the house. Oh, but uh, yeah, but we, you know, we got, we plan on a, a full field of cars. You know, uh, and that's one thing about you know the All Stars. Um, you know. They've got a great group following them this year, and you throw in, of course, the the weekly cars at Fremont at Attica, and uh, man, it's wide open. It could be anybody's game, and then, you know, paying 
you know, at Wayne County's paying twelve thousand to win on Sunday and six thousand on Monday, so there's like thirty three thousand dollars to win in four nights of racing. So we're assuming that that's going to bring some outside cars in for the weekend. That uh, you know, knowing they can run four nights in a row within an hour and a half of each other, that I don't think we we'll have to worry about you know having good race cars. That, that'll, that'll make for a nice uh, payday if somebody could win all, all four races this weekend. Yes, it would, yeah. <laughs> so you said uh, none of the sponsors had any problems then uh, with it uh, changing to be a, an all-star race as opposed to the World of Outlaws? No, not not at all. And, and We've had Ohio Logistics for, I believe, 13 years as a title sponsor, Racing Optics uh, over 10 years as the presenting sponsor, and... Callie's has been with us for a few years. Priority Aviation came on a couple of years ago, but it's interesting because I had Jake's Performance uh, and R&R Enterprises who uh, do our event shirts and do a lot of the racer shirts, this R&R Enterprises. But, but Jake's, this was their first time really involved in dirt track racing, and so I was really concerned um, whether they would come back because obviously they, you know, they didn't get to see any racing, and they had a representative at Attica when it rained out. But, of course, you know, we had their um, huge, uh, I think they're 10 by 15 jigs inflatables up. We have their banners up, all the trash cans lined with their logo. So, And there was a nationwide press release that went out. And so, you know, there were a lot of fans there uh, before it rained out that got to see, to see all that. And so uh, I think they felt like they got some of their money's worth even before <laughs> – you know, we decided to do the makeup race. And, um, you know, again, I'm very fortunate that them just being brand new, uh, R&R and Jake, that they both, you know, again, didn't hesitate, said, yeah, we're, we're with you. So that was a real, you know, real plus for us, made us feel good that, you know, they were willing to, to stick it out with us. Did you get any uh, feedback from uh, fans, that, you know, asking you to somehow make up the, the Brad Doty Classic? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, social <laughs> media really, really let up. And, uh, you know, really, uh, you know, that's the bottom line. We can't do it without the fans. I mean, the fans uh, pay the drivers, uh, pay the teams, um, and they also, you know, if, if we make any money, it's from the fans. So uh, it's very important that the fans show up. And, boy, yeah, we definitely on social media really lit up about trying to make it up. And, and a lot of fans kind of reassured us that, you know, they would, they would be back. Um, if it was, even if it wasn't a quote sanctioned race of any kind, uh, that they would be back to support the event. And so, getting a lot of good feedback, and and um, uh, actually, somebody from, on Twitter just yesterday had a picture of their camper from Ontario, Canada. They were loaded up and ready to head down, and getting a lot of Central Pennsylvania fans coming back. And of course, we lost. You know, we had a lot of Australian. We sold tickets and. Uh, uh, the UK, Australia, New Zealand, and like I said, Canada. Um, so the, the UK and New Zealand, Australia. Uh, I think some of those are in, you know, that the, the maybe still in the United States. But I was going to do a Twitter poll and ask, and, and just <laughs> has, haven't gotten to it yet. Because, but uh, you know, we lo- I know we're going to lose some of those, but uh, you know, I think we'll make up for it. Um, with, with other fans this time of year, knowing that, uh, you know, if you're within a four or five hour drive, at least, uh, or at the minimum, uh, you know, that 
season's winding down and the weather's looking good at Attica and, and Wayne County, so we're hoping that the fans will come out and support us. Brad, from where I'm sitting, you, you say that it, it doesn't have the, the race lost its major sanction, but it, it seems that with Tony Stewart's star power that the All-Stars is as far as fan clout in this area is is everybody equal to uh to world of outlaws well, i hope you're right <laughs> you know because um you know the the and i've you know I've, I've had fans like i said that you know said they would they would come whether it was sanctioned or not that basically you know it kind of opened it wide open on on who may win the race and and uh, uh so and the all stars definitely have a great product. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Aaron Reitzel and, and Dale Blaney are in a tremendous points battle for the championship. And I mean, it's literally back and forth within a few points for the last couple of weeks. And so, you know, there, there are a lot of diehard fans who are following that and, and want to come and see. I mean, this, this four nights could make or break the, the championship. And so fans want to be there to, to see it, you know, if something happened big, you know, in four straight nights, there could be a major swing in the points, I guess is what I'm trying to say. How many of the Pennsylvania guys do you think might travel over? Well, I don't know. They, there's some there's some shows, um, not anything really big on Saturday. They've got some, uh, uh, of course, you know, a lot of them are locked up in, in their points for their weekly track at Williams Grove, maybe Lincoln, Fort Royal that runs Saturday, uh, but, but a lot of them aren't. Some of them have traveled, so um, we really don't know. Uh, I've got some people saying they're they're going to try to make it. I can't mention any names, but then you know because if they don't, if the schedule changes at last minute, well then you know I, I don't want to make any promises that, that I can't keep. But uh, you know there there's uh, some Western Pennsylvania cars that I would would assume uh, would travel in, but um, you know it's uh, that's I guess part of the appeal. It seems wide open. Let me, let me get your opinion on uh, what happened last uh, this past Sunday at BAPS uh, with all the disqualifications. What's what's your take on on that? Well, I don't know um, a, a lot about it. Um, I understand. It. Well, obviously, everybody uh, the last few years has worked really hard with safety issues and and. Uh, you know, trying to make the sport safer from from the driver's cockpit to the racetracks to to this ruling of where teams, from what I understand, it's where the teams could could stay in a certain area to watch uh, their race car. And um, some, it sounds like, under the red flag conditions, uh, some of those team members got outside of that box, that that area that was designated for them to watch and i guess there was some misunderstanding on obviously there was a red flag out they didn't you know whether they didn't they didn't know they could had to stay in there during the red flag I thought it was just green flag racing only that kind of thing so it sounds like there was some gray area um just a misdu- misunderstanding yeah just definitely a misunderstanding and it looked really bad because i think there were four or five drivers disqualified and five yeah four of those five and four of them were pennsylvania posse Ooh. drivers <laughs> and one was a skylar g who runs the all-stars mm-hmm. so um yeah it really looked bad uh 
course, uh, I know you guys know race fans, and and race fans. Uh, they light know, up the keyboards. Are, <laughs> absolutely, and they're fanatics. I mean, that's where the, the the word fans come from. Well, some of them, you know, boy, if you if they think that you or the sanctioning body or a promoter, somebody or another driver has done their driver bad or dirty, boy, they get upset. And, of course, the Pennsylvania Posse fans thought the All-Stars were just disqualifying uh, the PA Posse drivers and felt it was one-sided, and there were some people that did get up and leave. And I'm sure hoping that none of those that left and said they'd never go back to an All-Star race weren't planning on being at our event this weekend because we sure want them to come out. But I think things have calmed down or cooled, cooled off a little bit Uh to where you know people realize it was a big misunderstanding. I have uh, read a little bit where Tony Stewart said it won't happen again. Mm-hmm. That they're revi- they're revising the rule to make it more clear, and uh, you know basically that uh, they know it was it wasn't a good deal. So um, you know it's it's just like uh, the injuries, some of the things that have happened. You know you can't foresee every scenario that's going to happen and either make a rule for it or against it. And this was a scenario that nobody saw coming until it happened, you know, as far as this box and when and where they can leave and and that kind of thing. So I'm hoping it's straightened out and, and uh, everybody will forget and forgive. That sounds like, uh, according to what uh, Tony Stewart had uh, posted on uh, the all-star website, that that is definitely being addressed and will be taken care of. So it shouldn't be an issue anymore in the future. So, I can yeah. believe when Tony says this will never happen again, it <laughs> won't happen again. So, uh, yeah. Back, yeah, back to this weekend. Uh, how many uh, do you have? Any expectations? Any idea how many uh, drivers you think is going to show up for for at least Saturday night's ten thousand to win? Oh gosh, I really don't. I mean, I, um, I, I'd say we're going to you know uh, close to fifty. I would imagine somewhere in that in that range, forty to fifty. Um, that should be enough cars you know, to make a good show. You just, yeah, I think so. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and you know, you, well, only 24 make the A main. So right. Any, you know, anything, anything over that, you, you know, you've got some cars going home and, and even if we only have 30 or 40 cars, which I don't foresee, but they're, they're definitely going to be quality cars. There's no doubt about that. And, mm-hmm. uh, so, um, you know, some, some fans would argue and so doesn't take, you know, quantity to make a, make a good race you just need the quality and i think we're going to have that all right we're talking to uh, brad doty once again about the uh, brad doty classic which has uh, been rescheduled for this weekend at attica raceway park uh part of the it's are they still calling the weekend the attica ambush because they got the friday night five thousand to win and then you're the classic on uh saturday at ten thousand to win yeah it's kind of it's still the attica ambush but slash the brad doty classic <laughs> weekend and and so um both you know both nights are still considered the Brad Doty Classic, just a preliminary on Friday, but the champion or the winner on Saturday night will be the Brad Doty Classic champion. Yep, and they'll get the trophy and the the custom-painted helmet that goes to the winner. Now, and I hate to ask this, but is there a contingency plan in case of uh, weather for Saturday night? No, because, (laughs) you know, with with, uh, Wayne County scheduled for Sunday and Monday, you know, we, we, and Attica, uh, I believe they shut down after this weekend. You know, it's their final season, final race. So, unfortunately, there's not. But from I've tried uh, 
Casey Kane's cousin uh, came to me, Willie Kane, we're pretty good friends, came to me at Knoxville at the Nationals and kind of jokingly chewed me out. He said, you have need, he, he came up to me and said, you've got to stop talking about weather. He said, you think <laughs> you stinks yourself. Every interview I've ever heard with you, you worry about the weather, you talk about rain, you this and that. He said, you need to just shut up about the weather. So I've tried to t- heed his warning and, and not look at it as much and not worry about it as much. But every, from what everybody's telling me and some of the uh, screenshots that people are showing me, uh, it, it, we're looking pretty good. I don't think weather is going to be an issue. It looks like it's going to be in the uh, high 70s tomorrow and the mid-70s and, and, and mostly sunny both days. So uh, hopefully we won't need that any contingency plan. Brad Doty, the com- the uh, weather uh, man, I'm sorry, the promoter has to worry about weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's just it. I tease people. You know, when I was a driver, if we got rained out, I didn't make any money. And then I got into the promoting business. Well, actually, I got into the TV business next. And if if I was at a TV race and it rained out, I didn't make any money, and I'm still in the TV business. And then I get in the promoting business, and if, as a promoter, if we get rained out, I don't make any money. I thought, well, there's something really wrong with me. You know, that, <laughs> yeah, I had but, three but, occupations, you know. But as a promoter, you can business. lose money. Yeah, at, yeah, at least if you don't point. get at least if you don't get paid, it's you know not too bad. But yeah, it, right. It's it's yeah. It's, it's money that uh, you didn't earn. But yeah, absolutely. You're, you're a good. You made a good point that a lot of people don't understand. Uh, you know, and and just like the rain out of the July 16th race. I mean, you know, we had advertising and and we had the gates open, so you got to pay help and insurance mm-hmm. and different things. So um, we're hoping to you know more than make up for it this weekend and i'm i'm being optimistic and and uh, i think it's going to be great all right let's not talk about the weather anymore Good. we're what, done with that one one last question for you what 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 exactly uh do you are are you doing uh, while the racing's going on at, at attica i mean what what is your duties just to sit back uh, and watch well, I, I do do a lot of that <laughs> but just making sure that i um making sure the sponsors uh that are there that i talk to them and um, unfortunately, some of them that agreed to, to stay with us as a sponsor can't physically be there this weekend, um, which is unfortunate. But uh, usually I you know, try, to, try to make sure I talk to them and uh, make sure the signs are up and, and uh, just go around thanking all the teams uh, that have you know, made, the, made the race. Uh, made, you know, and the, any fans that I happen to see, just take time with them. My job pretty much when, when race day rolls around, my job's pretty much done between, like I said, John Boris, Rex Lejeune, and then the All-Stars uh, staff who literally uh, run the race, you know, the, the format, the lining up of the cars, getting the cars pushed out in a timely manner and stuff, that's all up to them. So my job is to really promote the race, uh, bring in sponsorship, make sure the sponsors are happy and uh you know, just um, shake hands, like slap backs, and kiss the babies. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, hopefully that's all. Hopefully that's all been done and done in the right way. And and uh, you know, have a good clean race tomorrow and, and Saturday and and uh, a full grandstand. So you're accessible to the fans then. So if a fan comes up to you wants uh, to get a selfie with you or get your autograph, you're you're cool with that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. absolutely. And. and a lot of times I'm around where the the event T-shirts are sold, and sign some of the event T-shirts. Nice. And uh, I, you know, I do have to, uh, uh, 
you know, address the crowd at a certain point. I have to have, uh, like after the last chance showdown, I have to make sure that the, the winner uh, of that last chance showdown gets a, a photo that's uh, taken for the, for the sponsor so it can be put out on social media. Um, you know, you got to be at the driver's meeting to address the, the, the drivers there. So there are certain times of the, of the night that I have to be in certain places and do certain things. But in between that, yeah, I'm just kind of roaming around the pits and, and, and up, on the, uh, up on the ramp watching races like everybody else when the cars are on the track. All right. Well, Brad, we wish you luck this weekend. The Brad Doty Classic Friday and Saturday night at Attica Raceway Park. 5000 to win on Friday, and then uh, the main event, uh, 10000 to win on uh, Saturday. And then a couple races at uh, Wayne County Speedway Sunday and Monday, too. 55 cars, packed grandstands. It's going to be great. <laughs> I like the way you think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brad. If you don't mind, I, I would like to add one more thing. We Go do. Ahead. um the All-Stars, it's all general admission seating. So anyone who bought a pit pass or general admission seating for the July 16th race, those tickets will be honored. Um, and it's actually, uh, they'll get a refund. Um, but anybody who bought a reserved seat through the World of Outlaws ticket office, has, which by now, they, they, I'm sure they did, had to call the number on the back of the ticket for the refund. Those reserved tickets cannot be uh, brought over uh, or exchanged for this weekend because that was a World of Outlaws race. This is an all-stars race, and so the, the money situation is completely different. So anyway, I just want to make that clear that anybody that bought a pit pass or a general admission ticket can sure, for sure use it uh, this weekend, and they'll actually get a refund uh, because it's a little cheaper ticket this weekend. Gotcha. What about uh, drivers uh, and crews that may have had pit passes from uh, the sure. rained-out warrior Same race? thing. Same thing? Pit, okay. Yep, pit passes. Yep, pit passes are good. And uh, they'll get a re- it was forty dollars uh, for the World of Outlaws on July sixteenth, and it's thirty five this weekend. So anybody who bought a pit pass, drivers, fans, anyone will get a, a five dollar uh, rebate, I guess, so to speak, or refund. Yep, hot dog money. Yep. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Merchandise money. That's it. All right. Brent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we do have less. We got about a hundred event T-shirts out of five hundred uh, that will be available starting when the gates open tomorrow night. Uh, so, and they are first come, first serve, but uh, there are still event T-shirts available. Excellent. Do they say, uh, like, July 16th on them still? They do, and that makes maybe that makes the them even more valuable. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Hmm. So, All right. Yeah. Well, we appreciate uh, the time, Brad, and good luck this weekend. Hey, thank you. I appreciate you having me on. All right. It's Brad Doty, Brad Doty Classic this weekend at uh, Attica Raceway Park Friday and Saturday. That'll be a going to be a big deal. They they like to finish off the season. Uh, Fifty five cars in a packed 50. grandstand. Yeah, sounds like a name of a country song or something. Yeah, buddy. Uh, I don't do country. Sorry. You know I do. I know you do. Yeah. That's why it sounded like a country song. Um, we're going to talk to Jimmy McCune here in just a little bit. Winner uh, and guest last week uh, on the show. Winner of the Musty Racing Sprint feature at uh, Sandusky Speedway on Sunday. Second at Owasso. Second on Saturday at Owasso, yeah. Uh, before we get to that, let's uh, knock off some racing news here. Matt Borland, the crew chief on the NASCAR uh, Cup Jermaine Racing number 13, driven by Ty Dillon, has been suspended indefinitely. It's always suspended indefinitely. Yeah, well, that, that, that way they can bring him back next whenever. week. Uh, after failing a random drug test, in a statement from Borland, he claimed the failed drug test to be a result of drinking diet coffee for the past six months. 
that had a derivative of uh, the banned substance. I was talking with uh, my nurse slash wife. Um, and, and, Our and, medical, the Hammerdown Racing Report medical expert. That's the one. And, and she suspects that that banned substance may be something very similar to uh, the, the pill that they called Mother's Little Helper back in the 60s. It was just a little... I wasn't around. Just a little pick-me-up, yeah. Caffeine? Basically. Okay. But uh, it, I, I guess that is prevalent in some that sort diet of coffee. diet coffee. I yeah. didn't even know diet coffee was a thing. I didn't need, I didn't know there... <laughs> why in the heck would you have I diet... Know. I mean, it's nothing but brown water with uh, a little caffeine. Another uh, driver was suspended, Tyler Dipel, uh, NASCAR Gander Outdoor Truck Series driver, uh, had been suspended late last week for, quote, actions detrimental to stock car racing. But wait, there's more. Uh, DJ Kennington uh, stepped in to fill the driver's seat in the O2 truck last weekend. But uh, uh, da, 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 oh, apparently what happened was, and this was weird because the details didn't come out until later, uh, but on August 18th, uh, diaper, 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 diaper was pulled over by New York State Police for a moving violation, uh, and I believe I read that it, he's changed lanes without signaling. Um, Bad boy. Never seen that done before. Uh, and uh, the New York State Police uh, pulled him over. Diaper and his passenger gave conflicting stories from where they had come from, and uh, I guess uh, Diaper gave consent to search the vehicle, saying he had nothing to hide, and police found a controlled substance prescribed to uh, someone else in a bag that had been left in his car. Um, so Dipole was arrested on a possession charge. So that's what the actions detrimental to stock car racing, I believe, was initially referring to for the suspension. Uh, but then yesterday, Dipole appeared in court with an affidavit stating that the prescription was accidentally left in his truck by a friend, and the ju judge uh, dropped all charges. And later last night, NASCAR reinstated dated uh, Dipole so he can compete uh, in the next truck race, which is coming up at Las Vegas next weekend. So, crazy story there. Uh, yeah, well, Matt Borland's story is a little on the strange well, they're, side, they're, they're too. They're all weird. Anything that has to do with NASCAR anymore is weird. Uh, this is less weird, but uh, uh, NASCAR Hall of Fame team owner will be, uh, um, what's it, Richard Childress, I believe. Yeah. Who, I forgot to write down the name. I just NASCAR Hall of Fame team owner will be driving the pace car at uh, Indianapolis for the uh, Cup Series race on September 8th. But uh, Richard Childress, I believe, is who that was. Okay. Yeah. What, what? I don't know. I got an update here. I, I can't tell what it was. Oh. Uh, it's official. Oh, new uh, track record at uh, I-96. Frank uh, Heckenass Jr. set a new track record. For dirt late models in the World of Outlaw late model series qualifying, 15.836 seconds. Wow. And, and Frankie Heckenast has been running really, really well. Apparently so. Uh, back to the news. Uh, Waynesfield Raceway Park has moved the Bob Hampshire Classic. Uh, it was originally scheduled for next weekend. Right. And now it's going to be Saturday, October 12th, featuring the Fast Sprint Series and Boss Non-Wing uh, Series as well. It's going to be the season championship for both series. More information uh, to be coming on that, uh, the rescheduled Bob Hampshire Classic. Casey Kane Racing announced that James McFadden will return to the seat in the uh, number nine Wicked Gum, I'm sorry, Wicked Energy Gum sprint car next weekend. 
You will compete in a trio of Ollie's Bargain Outlet All-Star Circuit of Champion races in Pennsylvania. And did you hear about Haley Dugan? Dugan. Haley Dugan. I need more coffee. <laughs> Haley Deegan's back in the news. Uh, this time for piss- surprise. She pissed off uh, 54-year-old uh, NASCAR K&N West Series driver Todd Souza after she got into him near the end of uh, this past weekend's race at Gateway. I thought you were going to tell me that she got into a record number of 54 other race cars in the same race. No. Okay. Um, she, she's been really good at that, Scott. She's been getting into people, yeah. Uh, but apparently this guy was pissed off and got in uh, her trailer and uh, I guess cussed her out pretty really? good. Really? And said that uh, he will, uh, uh, he threatened retaliation and that he will he will get her back, he'll pay her back, I believe is uh, the basic outcome really? of that, yeah. I, th- I thought she didn't go down to other people's trailers. Well, apparently the uh, NASCAR K&N Pro Series is a little bit different. Haley Deegan currently sits second in uh, the points for the... Uh, K&N Pro Series West. Uh, she's got two wins. And uh, finally, in some sad news, Jessie Combs, the fastest woman on four wheels, I believe is her title. Uh, she uh, died this past week trying to break her own land speed record of going 398 miles an hour. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. That's crazy fast. Uh, she had a 52,000 horsepower jet-powered car. She was 36. She was also on Mythbusters, one of my one of my favorite shows. Right. Filling in for a while, so that's all the news I got. You got any other news? Other? Uh, no, I, I, I will. I believe that'll do it. All right, let's uh, let's let's talk to uh, the winner at Sandusky Speedway this past weekend. You know, I, I believe he's driving, but I'm not sure. I, Where's he going? I, I, well, I know that he and the he and the Marsh family were uh, headed up uh, up Michigan a ways to uh, go on a little bit of a canoe trip. Huh. Are they off this weekend? I think so. We'll find out for sure here momentarily. Assuming I dialed correctly, we could be talking to uh, some random person. Hello. Hey, Mr. McCune. What's going on, guys? (laughs) Scott Haber, Ron Miller here. Uh, Congratulations, first off. Thank you. Picking up uh, the win uh, on your birthday at Sandusky Speedway and... uh, I guess uh, Saturday sounded like it was a little bit of a challenge, uh, but uh, you managed a second-place finish. So a pretty good weekend overall for you, huh? Yeah, I had a little misfortune and spun out about lap five, running fourth. So, um, you know, we went back to 17th and still come back up to seventh, or second. So I think it would have been a little bit different story. We at least had a chance for a win if uh, if we hadn't spun out. But, you know, such is life. We, we got one out of the weekend, and it was on my birthday, so that's all that matters. So the the bad luck was uh, Saturday at Owasso. Did you have any uh, any bad luck then uh, Saturday or Sunday? I'm sorry, at Sandusky. Um, no. I mean, we showed up a little bit late because I wasn't real happy with the car um, after Saturday night's race. So uh, we went home, stopped at the shop, and unloaded and uh, stripped the car down in the morning. We spent three or four hours in the shop, and then we were uh, the last ones to pull into Sandusky, and uh, we got there about. 15 minutes before our lap started, so we were in a mad thrash to get everything out there and, and go. But um, all in all, it turned out real well. We had quick time and, and won the feature, so yeah. I, I know that uh, after the heat race, you weren't really comfortable with the car. Uh, I, I know you threw a few things at it. Um, and, and then it, it seemed as though you were just kind of content to run in third, um, ten, 10 laps to go. I, I don't know if you were saving your tires or what happened, but, boy, that last 10 laps was 
sure impressive. Yeah, we uh, we made some adjustments after the heat race. Like I said, I wasn't real pleased with the car, and uh, um, I mean it was still fast, but it just wasn't doing what I wanted to do. So we made those adjustments, and, and the car came alive in the, in the feature. Um, the bad part about that is, I mean, we get strung out, and it's hard to. Uh, it's just really hard to reel a guy in. You know, we would catch him in traffic and get close, and toward the end of the race, you know, we were lapping some cars and. You know, we were up on the high side, you know, pretty far up there, and uh, I noticed that the car picked up a little bit of grip, so we had that caution, and I said, well, you know, this is the only opportunity we're going to get right here is those first two, three laps, you know, when these guys have cold tires, and, you know, I muscled her into turn one and two on the first lap, and I just went to the high side, and it felt good, and then they, uh, I just trailed Gerster down the front straightaway, and, uh, you know, just got my left front on his right rear, and, you know, just blew past him going into turn one, and... um I think I did the same thing to Lit. Just kind of got up close to him, going on the back straightaway, and he was already kind of running in the middle of the high line. So I just, you know, uh, just dove to the bottom and you know got alongside of him, and you know he finally. Uh, I mean, he raced me clean and raced me tight, but we finally got past him. And and drove away from there. Of yeah, course, yeah, you didn't. Know, really you did, you didn't know that. No, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. I went down the back straightaway and, and muscled my way in between two lap cars, one of the outside, one of the inside, and I kind of. Uh, threaded the seam there and, you know, kind of got in there and, you know, made the made the motor noise so they knew I was there and, you know, they gave way and gave some room. So, How much do you uh, attribute your win to being a, a guest on our show last week? Um, <laughs> Probably the whole thing. The, from, from, every, from everything I hear from you guys, it sounds like it was it was one of the most important things, so we're going to have to talk again <laughs> next week. You're going to go with that, right? <laughs> what, what's the next two weeks in a row we need to speak. <laughs> What's uh? What's the next? Uh, are you off this weekend? Yeah, we're off this weekend, and we are going to be in uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, the following weekend, and Jennerstown, Pennsylvania, the following weekend. And both uh, uh, both very big fast racetracks. So I'm looking forward to it. Is it I noticed the the points hadn't been op- updated on the website. Do you uh, know where things have shaken out in the in the points after this past weekend? Uh, Don't know? I have no clue. I mean, we've got five. I think we've still got five or six shows left to to try to. Uh, to tighten that up and, and you know we'll see what happens you know? so you don't know if you've caught that pesky nephew yet <laughs> no I, I have no idea so uh I'm, I'm sure we'll find out in the, in the week coming and, and uh you know he knows i'm coming for him so we'll just uh <laughs> we'll just uh go to each race and, and do what we do and you know we'll see where the cars fall at the end of the night each night little family r&r this weekend yeah yeah we are uh gonna head north tomorrow and uh you know, go play with some friends up uh, up, up near Traverse City area. So, yeah. Uh, some of your friends, the, a, the Price a, family. A couple <laughs> of other Hammer Down Racing Report guests. Yep, definitely. <laughs> All right, well, have a, have a relaxing weekend, and uh, congratulations uh, for uh, your win this past weekend. And, um, and, since you, and, since, and since you were on this show, we expect really big things. Um, yeah, Jamie at, Miller at, keeps winning in the 305, and he was on a few weeks ago. He's been on a winged streak. So. Yeah. So you should be good for awesome. at least a few more weeks. Grand Rapids should be a piece of, piece of cake. Sure, always. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, now Jimmy. we're going to go bust our tails like we always do, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. All right, bye, Jimmy. Bye. Jimmy McCune, four-time uh, must-see racing sprint car champion. Sprint car extraordinaire. Nicknamed the Bulldog, and, and after watching him win that race Sunday, I understand why. Okay. Have you ever raced against him? I don't think so. We used to take him around to BMX races. 
Uh, he traveled with us when uh, my son Steve was racing BMX. He's a couple years younger than Steve, but uh, yeah, uh, we've known the family forever. Cool. Uh, last week's how many we did? Uh, how many late models were going to be at Mansfield on uh, Saturday night? Yeah. Uh, the number I came up with that I found was uh, fifty-six entries. Right. And that would mean I was the winner because I said seventy-five. I guessed the lowest. Yeah. And online, Dean Henry was our winner. He guessed 31. Ooh. So, again, we're going to open up the how many to our Facebook Live listeners if you want to leave a comment on there. If you're listening on uh, or watching us uh, live on Facebook or Periscope, I can't monitor all these <laughs> I can't monitor three things at once. I'm only watching the Facebook Live ones. So uh, if you want to participate, you can uh, put in your guess. I suppose I should tell you what uh, you're going to be guessing here. How many uh, All-Stars, 410 Sprints, Saturday night at Attica for the Brad Doty Classic. Oh, I already went out on the You on said a 55. Limp. I already. went out on a limb for that one, buddy. You got 55 already. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Official uh, medical correspondent for the Hammerdown Racing Report. 52. 52 for Kathy. And, oh, that's a tough one. It's a toughie. Yeah, I don't know if I want to go in the middle or higher. I don't want to go any lower. I'm going to go with, uh, I'll go 54. Really? I'm going to go right in the middle. 54. So we'll find well, out. That's how te- many. Technically, it would be 53 and a half to be right in the middle, but. Well, whatever. Uh, we'll see. We'll find out how many uh, sprint cars will be at Attica Saturday night. Not, the, yeah, not, this not, is Saturday. Not Friday. Saturday night for the 10,000 to win show. I figured that should bring in more. But the weather may be a little iffy. We're going to get that uh, weekend weather pit stop from Ryan Weekman, WTOL meteorologist, coming up here in just a moment. Uh, first, let's go over this weekend's uh, racing that you can expect. Obviously, we've been talking about this one, the Attica Ambush uh, weekend slash Brad, Brad Doty, Doty Classic. Classic. Both Friday and Saturday. Friday night, uh, it's the All-Star Circuit of Champions, 5,000 to win. They're also going to have uh, UMP Late Models, 2,000 to win. Uh, gates open at 3.30, racing at 7.45. General admission is 22 bucks uh, Friday night. And then Saturday, it's the... Uh, uh, 10,000 to win, All-Star Circuit of Champions. 305 Sprints will be in action for 1,000 to win. Gates open at 3, racing at 7, and uh, tickets just a little bit more expensive on uh, Saturday, but not too bad, 25 bucks. That's not bad at all. Mm-hmm. Not for a 10,000 to win show. Uh, also, Saturday night, Fly Rock Speedway will be in action with Danny's Transport School Bus Figure 8 event, plus Street Stocks regular figure 8s, flagpole race, figure 8 boat race, and that's about it. So some uh, interesting stuff going on at Flat Rock. Pits open at 3, gates at 4. Racing will start. Actually, it starts an hour earlier. So if you're, you are planning to go to Flat Rock Speedway on Saturday night, uh, get there earlier. Instead of 7 o'clock, they're going to be starting at 6 o'clock this Saturday. General admission is uh, 18 bucks, $19 for reserve tickets there at Flat Rock. Oakshade Raceway in action with Cricket Wireless Authorized Dealer Night. It's an American Late Model Series show. 2000 to win for that. Uh, featuring late models, uh, sports and bombers, compacts. Gates open to four racing at seven. General mission just 14 bucks at Oakshade on Saturday. Sandusky Speedway and Fremont Speedway are both off this weekend. Uh, there is racing Sunday. Eldora Speedway is uh, going to have an American Late Model Series event, the Baltus Classic, presented by Coors Light, featuring the American Late Model Series, uh, UMP Modifieds, and Eldora Stocks. Pits will open at 3 o'clock on Sunday. Spectator gates at 4, racing at 7.30. Uh, 
And uh, general admission, 19 bucks there, $24 for reserve. How many uh, drivers do you think show up uh, that are going to be competing in the uh, the World 100 to get some practice? Tune-up? Yeah, tune-up for it. Think there'll be a lot of drivers you know, show up for that? It, it used to be a big deal, Scott. I, I, it's it's not quite that way anymore. I it mean, they'll, they'll as, probably yeah. be 30 cars, but uh, I, I don't think it's going to be huge. Okay. I could be wrong. Speaking of the World 100, we're less than one week. Uh, no, we are we are exactly one week and two minutes away from the start of the World 100 weekend. 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 Thursday night will be the uh, first night of the uh, World 100. And actually, it's not a bad night. 10,000 to win uh, twin 25s on Thursday at Eldora Speedway uh, on Thursday. 10 grand to win each one? I believe so. Oh, the twin 25. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. That's a pretty big, that's a pretty big yeah, start. That's a big deal. Uh, pits open at 11 a.m. the week from today, Thursday, September 5th. Spectator gates at noon, and the racing will begin at 8 p.m. Uh, general admission tickets for that is uh, $29, $34 reserve seating at Eldora. So that's what you can expect for this weekend and uh, this upcoming week. Oh, yeah, the Browns are playing. Ooh. They're tied. It's like. It's nothing, preseason. nothing. Nobody cares. It's preseason. They always win preseason, then they suck. But uh, let's. How about we check out uh, the weekend weather pit stop? With I Ryan thought Whitman. I heard an impact wrench. Did you? Yeah, I didn't. Oh no, maybe I was wrong. Oh, there it is. It's a crazy stuff. This is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm first alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman, and starting off on a beautiful note for us down at Attica. It doesn't get better than this. Pretty low humidity. Sunshine's going to be out. Temperatures right near 80 degrees at the start of the races there. So great weather Friday. All right, we got the good news out of the way. Saturday, yeah, rain showers likely later in the day. So flat rock back at Attica and Oakshade. It's going to be a little spotty for the rain, but it does look like it's something we'll have to watch very closely late in the day Saturday. Chances start to increase into early Sunday. So Eldora, I think the rain will be out by the evening, but showers likely for much of the day leading up to those races. And if you look ahead to next Thursday down at Eldora, Things looking pretty cool at this point. Temperatures may struggle to get out of the 60s for a high there, but it does look dry. This has been your weekend weather pit stop forecast. Be sure to download that free First Alert weather app. We'll keep you ahead of everything, including Hurricane Dorian and any rain showers that may move in for us over the weekend. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Sounds like he's in a cave. And a big echo going there. Ah, it's just his voice. Hopefully the rain holds off for uh, Saturday racing and uh, Sunday at Eldora. So kind of spotty. Keep a, keep your app uh, handy and uh, keep checking the racetrack websites or social media. WTOL weather app. There you go. And uh, Dean Henry, who I believe it's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Dean Henry. All right. Uh, he's, uh, he just finally said turned here 30. on our Facebook Live that uh, next week he will give away a uh, extra large pizza to the winner of how many? Uh, that guess on Facebook Live. So I guess we can't get the pizza. Just the people that guess uh, how many. And again, for this week. No, no, I could. Could I go on Facebook Live and guess? <laughs> I don't know. He didn't put any official rules. So maybe. Maybe we could just <laughs> type in our guess on there. Uh, but uh, yeah. And again, it'll be whoever. If you guess a number somebody else guessed, it's whoever put it in first. And uh, for yeah. this week, it was how many uh, sprints are going to be at Attica on Saturday. Saturday. For the Brad Doty Classic. We got Larry Kingseed guest uh, 48 there. 
All right. So we'll see. We'll find out who wins next week on the show. Also on the show next week, we're going to have uh, Kevin Reeve in the studio, late model driver, modified driver. Is he driving yes. He's He's run both. He's run everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's got a and memorial a, race for a his... a really nice race, sir. And uh, he's got a big memorial race for his uh, dad that uh, they do at Butler Speedway that uh, we'll be talking about. Coming up in a couple of weeks, and he'll be here next week. There you go. So tune in next Saturday, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Periscope. Uh, we'll be there, all those places. Listen to us on iHeartRadio and everywhere else. Make sure you like us no matter where you go. Yeah, Dan, Dean says we can't make up the rules. Why not? It's our show. Yeah. Oh, no, he says you can make up the rules. Okay, yeah, we can make up the okay. rules. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Dean. So my 55 counts as being the first one in. I guess. Well, you got to type it in there. Though. Oh, all right. If somebody types it in before you. Maybe they'll share the pizza with you. Yeah. I like that idea. The we winner like, has to share the pizza. By the way, Dean, Bring we, it in. we really like pizza. Oh, we do. We do. It's all right. All right, we're done. Uh, thanks again. Uh, coming at you for uh, from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Check out HammerdownRacingReport.com. Uh, Dirty 30 information on there as well. Uh, everything you need to know. HammerRacingReport.com. Yeah. You have fun last weekend, Scott? Racing? Yeah. I did until the rear end of my car broke. It was good seeing you back. Yeah. It was, it was all right. Now yeah. it needs fixed again. That's okay. We can do that. The other side broke. I think what happened, the rear end got torqued, and you fixed the side that broke, but the other side got weakened and then just snapped during the feature. Yeah, you'll have that. I don't like that. That makes me sad. All right, we're going now. It doesn't bring you joy. I understand. See you next week. Goodbye, guys. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts.